You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. And now, your starting lineup for Dirty Mo Doe. Up first from the great state of Ohio, he's the degenerate of the group who bets on anything he watches, the Chopper. Next, he's from the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, the man who does the real work crunching the numbers, the Professor. And last, hailing all the way from Maine, the crew chief of this misfit bunch, Steve Latar. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, straight from the streets of Chicago and the bunker. That's what the booth was called, the bunker. There he is, the was professor. Huh? Was it waterproof? It was waterproof for sure. No windows, no horizon, and a little bit tipped. Dramamine filled to get through the day, but here we are. It's the professors in the house. We got Chop in the house. Uh, this is another dirty mode. Guys, we have a lot to unpack. Before we move forward, we have a lot to unpack. First of all, I didn't know what to make of it all, but it was pretty badass. I don't know how else to say it. Like, the track was way better than I thought it was perhaps going to be for a street course. It was right there in the city. I got me an Italian beef. I got me an Italian sausage. I got me some Chicago pizza. I mean, we went through the food scene. And the racing was pretty good, too. Awesome. It's fun to watch. I mean, it was like, it's funny, right? It was like, oh, it's a street course. It's right downtown. I mean, I heard it for two months. But until you get there, you're like, okay, this, this is, this is you know, you literally, my hotel was, I could have chipped a 60. I could have shanked a 60 degree wedge to turn seven. You like that, didn't you? That was good. It's right on part. Right <laughs> it's on, uh, right on point. Right on target. The today. shanks are coming. The shanks are coming. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. We got Shane Van Gisbergen is the winner. SVG. Uh, we're going to have some highlights. Uh, hey, Jeff, what's his name? Because everybody jostles for real estate. Van Gisbergen to the lead here in Chicago. Van Gisbergen. SVG holding on to that top spot. That's how it sounded. The winner, SVG. Now, I'm not going to pick on just Burton, although that was by far the worst attempt of any announcer that we had. I love the pause. The pause between Jeff's attempt (laughs) before Rick picked up. I thought the guys lost sound altogether. Uh, We did lose sound because we were on our cough buttons because we didn't want to laugh on air. The tears were rolling in the booth. Nobody got it right. Everybody got it wrong at least once. Well, if we all got it wrong, somebody had to hit it right as it went around the loop. Hold on, yours was the worst, though. That. You got his initials wrong. That can't be defended. I, You know, like sometimes... <laughs> have you ever... But the thing is that people listen didn't have an idea either. That, so that is good. It, it all just I it all rolled in. I could have pulled a Dale Jr. He could have been SVJ by the end of it if I just kept going with it. Everyone would have bought that. I for sure think about it. Um, but listen, what SVG's win means is the chop helicoptered, I think, into the podcast today. I'm not even sure whoop, he drove. Whoop, whoop. Is this the new record week? 
It was. Well, just that one bet, 55 to 1. And you had two units? Two units. You know why? Justin Marks. Let you guys hear. are all against him. You guys were okay, all saying. Okay, wait. Let me, let me say you're right. I want to jump in and apologize to any listener. I thought there was no chance a one-off is going to win. I will follow my sword. So you are right. I was and against I him. Left so what did Marks do? I'd never heard of the guy, right? And you guys were naysaying him for 55 to 1. I mean, I'd bet on two turtles trying to race down the street. <laughs> <laughs> so truth yet. there you go. And I throw two units on it and bam. Sunday morning at 9.57, what, what did the text from the professor say? 91 and 15 can't be ignored. Oh, what? yeah, yeah. But by Sunday morning, the SVG the night was like a 10 to 1 or 9 yeah, to after, 1. Yeah, after practice and qualifying, he dropped like a log down to... Yeah, look yeah, at professor. I mean, go on, back in man. your bunker. Come on, let's go back to the podcast where he said no chance. <laughs> Thank let's God there was a chance. Let's talk about the rest of it, though. Let's talk about the rest of it because, without a doubt, that's a huge hammer. I mean, congratulations. Top tens look like a little lost. You had Logano, Byron, Hamlin. We're not even to talk about Hamlin. Um, head to heads, a lot of W's in the head to heads, though. Head to heads have been that's our that's our wheelhouse. That's I mean, your bread and butter. Head to heads. Look at look how many weeks in a row. I mean, it's been I mean, you don't uh, send us three, the magic six. Seven weeks in a row, we've won head-to-heads positive. I like Seven it. in a row. And there is one head-to-head that is more important than all the rest. Ooh, double steak dinner, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Not one steak, ladies and gentlemen, two steaks. Hey, um, Russ, you got, your, uh, you got your Chicago results in front of your professor? Yeah, go ahead and pull them up. Let's just see what that, let's see what that works out to be. Let's just see where, I don't know, two of the best Toyotas in the field seem to finish. Raddick and Truex. For the listener who didn't hear last week, and who hasn't been around all year, let me introduce you to the professor, a.k.a. the chief of Martin Truex's fan club. He runs the whole fan club. He loves it. I think he actually might run his website, too. I think he does I saw everything. him trying to get a beard like him. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's so, trying to get a beard like him. I mean, he wants to be. He's got Bass Pro hats. He's got flat bills. He's got you name it. He is the, he is the president of the fan club. He said, for sure, lock it in. Truex is going to outrun Reddick. Not only did he not outrun yeah, him, was but he outwrecked him. Yeah. Because they both wrecked. So go ahead, Professor. <laughs> what was that final? It's a, it was a 28th to 32nd win by the chop. Winner, winner, chicken oh. dinner. Steak oh, dinner. Ste- double steak dinner. Steak. I'll take the porterhouse. Both sides. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looked like. That's what it sounded like. Just a second, though, because that yeah. NASCAR screwed us with that whole... Middle of the race, changed the. So laps. here's what I think: eleven, the mistake 11 is. teams pitted, changes all the people that were up front got screwed. So here's what I think: here's what two things. You're not wrong with that, but I mean, it didn't take an abacus to figure out we weren't going to run a hundred. Okay, like I was in a bunker. I mean, Google told me sunset was eight twenty three. I mean, that thing could have run green, and we'd only got to like lap ninety one. So I'm like, okay, well, it's definitely going to get shortened. Now to where I don't know. Why do they wait till half the? So know, that's my complaint. Pits. That's my actually what I think they should have done is if you go back to the original start, pre-weather, pre-anything, it was going to be shoehorned in. Let's just be honest, right? Could run the whole thing, for sure, no problem. But if we had had a barrier knocked over, car on fire, any sort of real delay. Stuff job. Yeah, like it could have <laughs> easily been an issue. So I, in hindsight, and I'm going to give my opinion that nobody's going to ask for, but this week at NASCAR, actually not true, they might ask. I would have said, hey, listen, like on Wednesday – I think you should tell the teams, hey, guys, it's an 815 cutoff. Like, do the there math from there. Oh, there like, like, look, 
Sunset's 823. We don't know if we're going to have delays. Time, time basis. Well, just laps. say we're going to run as many laps as we can, but just understand that we're shooting for 815. So if it's 730 and we're at lap 30, you can be like, hey, guys, this ain't going to work. How many do you think we're going to get in before 815? You know, yeah. that's, I think, my only complaint is that I wish they would have maybe brokered the conversation that this could be shortened, guys, with the weather delay. We'll let you know where. And in the end, SVG restarted 18th and drove through the field. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, how about the picks? What were the picks last week? You want to review them when we give our new picks? Oh, we'll do it at the end. All right, we're leaving the streets of Chicago, going to the high banks of Atlanta. Let's talk about the weekend. Xfinity and Cup, one lap of qualifying. You don't even get practice. They just drop the rag on qualifying. When you go on the racetrack, you are qualifying. Wow. Um, so don't even waste your time thinking qualifying is going to tell you anything. In the spring, the Fords. What were they? Front nine, right, Professor? Top nine were Fords. First eight. I can't believe you gave me a correction for one. Top nine, top eight. Okay, Professor. Like, we're not taking the ACTs here. So we're going to the high banks. Let's hear it. Let's hear it, Professor. Fire us through the uh, the uh, the projection model. What's the predictor say? Uh, the predictor says William Byron first, Chase Elliott second, Ryan Blaney third. I think those are could be interchangeable. They're so close. And then Truex and Denny Hamlin round out the top five. And then Chastain, Kyle Busch, Brad Keselowski, Harvick, Logano. All these guys are real close all through there as well. Like this, you know, we don't have a lot of history there. We're Producer Trav is wiggling the cursor over the big ba- – okay. So if everybody you just said, let me give you the, uh, let me give you the, the odds, Professor, because there's one that jumps out, offsetting of the projecting model. Bush favorite ten to one, Elliott eleven to one, Blaney twelve, Logano fourteen, Byron fourteen, Hamlin fourteen, blah blah blah, Keslowski, Larson, Chastain, Bell, Martin Truex Jr. twenty two to one. Yeah, love it. You don't have to say you like him. We know you like him. You're wearing a Truex hat. I mean, we can see it. So you're gonna say he's never won on this type of track, blah blah blah. But he's gonna win on one eventually, right? Like he's gotta win on one. You know, I've seen a lot of guys in Vegas like you walking away from the roulette table, going, "It just had to hit red." It just had to. I can't believe it didn't. I broke walking to the bar. It's like me trying to win a GGT. Yeah, listen. Everybody's got to win one. Yeah. Silver Chopper. <laughs> I actually, listen. I mean, you got to put a shekel on him because it's it's true X. But no, I don't. No. He doesn't have to win. He's already won twice this year. No. I don't buy it. Wrong make a car. I'm going to tell you. I'm just going to say it like it is. If you bet on anything, bet them long shots. This is a super speedway race. We got our teeth kicked in at Daytona. Not only because we missed Ricky Stenhouse, but it was just hard to do. Talladega, on your little sheet, how'd you, didn't, didn't you like tiptoe in at Talladega? Didn't you go a little smaller or a different strategy at Talladega? You got the winner at Talladega and lost about everything else. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So my point is, listen, man, this is a hard one to predict. I I like matchups. I don't love winners because, I mean, the so, so this is what the book looks like. The favorites are longer odds. Instead of five or six to one, they're ten to ones. Yeah. But the long shots are shorter odds. Right? Like 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 the long shots are let's say Almarola. We'll call him a reasonable long shot. He's only thirty to one. There's no fifties or sixties or you know what I mean? 
I think Haley at 45 to 1 is interesting to me. I think Briscoe at 45 to 1 is interesting to me. Uh, Hill, I know it's a it's kind of an RCR entry, but they got to have pit issues. I don't think I don't like him. Gilliland, Gregson, no Gregson. I mean, he may hit the turn six barrier in Chicago all the way from Atlanta. Uh, Custer, Burton, Ty Dillon, Yaley. Not, I mean, come on, none of that, none of that even. How about Austin Dillon at forty to one? Professor, let's talk long shots. Forget the favorites. You said you could cover yep. the top ten. We're going to get more into the matchups. Let's talk at the bottom. McLeod, no. Yaley, no. Ty Dillon, 300 to 1. I haven't seen it. Burton, 80 to 1. I just don't think he's aggressive enough here. Okay. Custer. How about Custer? Rick Warecar probably has pit stop issues. Gregson, we talked about. Gilliland. Man, Gilliland? Gilliland runs pretty good at the play tracks, doesn't he? He was top 10 in two of the last four <laughs> drafting tracks. I, w- I wouldn't go, I wouldn't okay, go for well, a win. He was top 10. Well, Gilliland's plus 300 for a top 10. Just put a little don't, don't don't go don't go dark green on that one. Put a little light green on that one, Trav. We're gonna go top ten. Uh, I mean three to one on your money on a top ten. Hill, Priest, Briscoe. I'm I, I, this is awful to say, but I'm not really feeling anybody. I think AD at two. At what about McDowell? Doesn't look bad. Forty to one for McDowell. I actually thought so. I'm with the, I'm with Chop here. I like McDowell and Dylan at forty to one. LaJoy's having a monster yeah. year, and I'm going to say you need to put something on him just because if you missed Ricky Stenhouse's win and you missed LaJoy's win, when every stat says this is where he's going to get his first win, that's just silliness. Yeah. So I'm not saying he's going to yeah, win, been- but but we learned our lesson at Daytona, right? We, we don't want to get a black eye. I mean, you got to. His stats are at Atlanta are the best of, of just about anybody, you could you can argue, on the, on the new Atlanta. Top five so and two of the three. Yeah, I love that. So I, I, I think LaJoy. All right, we like that. We like that. Um, let's kill the winner bets, though. Let's move on to top tens because top tens Let is me just say something real quick. Well, I'll save no, it for no, my – No, no, fire away. It's this Blaney's week. <sighs> boy, oh, boy. Yep, you watch. You know what, Chops learn? This is the beauty of TV. You can just throw predictions out there, be wrong. It doesn't matter. You come back the next week. I, uh, you no, know, listen, you know what? I can't do that. Mine are posted every week. Here I don't they think are. Blaney. I don't think Blaney is a bad pick at all. If let's scroll all the way back to the top, let's talk the big names. I think or Logano, Elliott to get into the playoffs. Let's no. just talk storylines, right? Kyle Busch is having a monster year. Chase Elliott needs a win. Ryan Blaney, I agree with you. Could be a he's driving a Ford, which I like. Logano. One here in the spring. Um, Keslowski, first win as an owner. Like, like that, that's what's going to happen. This I'm telling you, the sports of momentum, we've seen it before. We come off Chicago, best ratings known to man for the street course. Everybody loved it. Back it up with a Keselowski win in his own equipment. I mean, that, in my opinion, that's the type of action we're going to get at Atlanta. Not be, I mean, because Brad's dang good race car driver and a good drafter. I don't think you're wrong on the on the or or I look all the way down at Ty Gibbs twenty eight to one. Nobody's talking about him, you know. Yep, or Cindric. I love Cindric. I said that before we started taping. I kept that to myself. I just brought it right out there. Um, let, listen, I'm not excited about any of the winner picks. Let's move. Let's talk top tens. Do you like a top ten bet? What's your strategy this week? I've about had it with the top tens, frankly. I agree. Can we move all the way over to matchups? That's where we've been hammering. Let's That's talk to DraftKings matchup, ladies and gentlemen. Let's start at the top. James Hamlin against the Chops pick, Ryan Blaney. You're for sure taking Blaney over Hamlin then, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Emphatically. Professor, let me hear some numbers. Blaney Hamlin. Toyota hasn't won in this car on a drafting track, and Blaney is just 
lights out good lately. Top 10 in the last four drafting races. He's, he's got three drafting wins, and he's all green on the head-to-head tool against Hamlin. He could have just started with the last thing. All green on the head-to-head tool. Gibbs and Truex, we're not going to get a fair assessment from the professor because he is emotionally attached to one of those drivers. I'm um, taking Ty Gibbs there. <clears throat> really, at even money. Yep. The kid is due. My emotion's kind of attached with you. Yeah. That's part of it. I hate to say it, but the next one, Chastain and Larson, it's Chastain. Chastain's Atlanta numbers specifically are monster. So Chastain, is he's finished second um, in both races there last year. He was go, he wrecked while going for the lead there this year. I don't think we need to talk about any more than that. And, and yeah. Larson's Larson just... Larson is bad, like... Bad, bad, bad. Larson, and I'm not even going to blame Larson. Larson is like the guy, if you see him on the interstate, you either speed up or slow down. Because wherever he is is where the wreck happens. Like, you just don't, you're like, don't ride next to him, whatever you do. Not even his faults, right? Like, like, I mean, he's been taken out in crazy wrecks. Reddick Busher. I don't feel this whole lineup, though. Reddick Busher. Ooh, could this be Harvick's week that nobody's going to pick him? Because I wouldn't think Harvick at a super speedway. Where is Harvick on the odds over there? He's way down. 28 to 1. There you go. That's a flyer. That's a flyer. I, okay. You, you got my interest. I knew we'd come back there somehow. Harvick versus Bowman. I actually like Bowman over Harvick when it comes to drafting tracks and the head-to-head tool. And then, um, and you remember, he used to be—he was great at the old Atlanta. Like this is not the old Atlanta anymore. Um, his best finish on the new Atlanta is twelfth. Kazlowski and Bush, because the reason I say this is this is like a throwback. This is like I don't know how many years ago. Call it seven. A rivalry. Remember, Kyle Bush is an ass. At Bristol, place erupted. Matter of fact, the best story I've heard yet is, <laughs> you're going to like this one. So Carl Edwards comes back for Darlington, one of the greatest 75 drivers. He's standing next to Dale Jr. on the stage. They announce Kyle Busch, and the crowd cheers. <laughs> and our man Carl Edwards looks at Dale Jr. with this bewildered look, and Dale goes, oh, yeah, some it's changed since you left. He drives for RCR now, and everyone loves him. That was that was the quote. So let's go back to the old school rivalry of Bush and Keselowski because this isn't really a match of any other track, but at a drafting track, it is. Do you dare take the Kez over Bush? Uh, no, I think this is a heads up. This is a total heads up bet because you got um, Kyle Bush won the last drafting race at Talladega. And then Keselowski was second here in in March. Keselowski was fifth at Talladega. Just give me Atlanta. I don't care about Talladega. Put Bush against Keselowski in the three Atlanta races. Okay, the three Atlanta races. Ooh, ooh. Keselowski's better in all three. There it is. I think that's a good bet. The reason I say it, so for the fan at home, go, why it's a drafting track. Okay, let me talk to you. Talladega, pure speed, wide open. Pick your lane and hammer down. You might get a little light at a couple spots on grip, but it's 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 like a muni. No rough, wide fairways. Whack it down there, make some putts. Daytona, still wide open. Narrower corner. You, like, you think 2.66 to 2.5, no, not a big difference. Huge difference for car performance. Transitions in and out of the corner are way more abrupt. Uh, handling is way bigger of a thing. Track positions even yet a bigger thing. And the trial of all places at Daytona Super Slip. Now go to Atlanta. We're going to highlight this on the NBC broadcast because the leader, he's out there pinned to the floor. 
third, fourth, fifth, they are breathing it. They are not wide open. Like, they're not using the brakes and they're lifting like you would at Charlotte. But, like, while I say it's a drafting track, you still want the draft over downforce. But it is not a Sunday drive. And I think track position, that's why I think we need to start narrowing our focus a little bit to specifically Atlanta. And that's why I like Keselowski over Bush. I just think that Kez is going to be a grinder. Um, there was a bunch of quotes. He's just on the outside of the playoff picture looking. No, that's a lie. He's just on the inside of the playoff picture, both cars. So I, I, I just like Kez for some reason. Not for some reason, because of stats. Because I think Kez is going to be good. Didn't Bush back into that Talladega win this year? Was the last well, I think fair you could say. So I'm never going to say they're going to back into any of them because I think a win is a win. But there's always more to a Talladega win than you dominated in, for yeah. sure, right? I mean, there's, it's, a, it's a wreck fest most of the time. Val yeah. Byron, skip it. Elliot Logano. Uh, I love that one. And you like Logano? Yeah. I think Elliot's just, I don't know. I think Something's until missing next year. from the nine. He's, yeah, he hasn't been in. Like sometimes you could say, but he should and he would and he would. If you take some of these veterans – and you say, hey, you know, they should win, should win, should win. Sometimes I know Elliot, man, it's just sometimes you just have some off years. I mean, will he win this year? Yes. Could it be this week? Yes. But I haven't seen anything right away that says it's going to happen. Stenhouse Sindrick, this one's actually a great matchup because I liked Sindrick. What's Stenhouse and Sindrick only at Atlanta, Professor? Sindrick, two to one. Yeah, it's kind of a flip. Suarez LaJoy, heads up. There is not another track in the history of tracks where Suarez and LaJoy are heads up. We're going we're gonna to focus on this one right here. Yep. So here's what I want you to do, Professor. I want Suarez and LaJoy at Atlanta. Then I want Suarez and LaJoy this entire season. See who, who I think is way closer than everyone thinks. Suarez wins this bet. Um, two to one. Atlanta? Atlanta. And then this year, um, Suarez wins again 10 to eight. So it's way closer for the year than everybody thought and flipped Atlanta because everybody would have given it to Corey. Mm -hmm. So I think what happens is there's a lot of talk about Corey, not because he's the best at Atlanta, but because Atlanta is the absolute best for him. Right? So he's the underdog that has a great track. So I think it gets a lot of attention, as it should. He's earned the attention. But, I mean, if you look at average finish at Atlanta, I bet he's not in the top five. And the reason I say that is just, you know, what we remember is, so here you go. What you remember is him almost winning. Well, let me tell you what his almost win that was a wreck and one and two does if you bet on him. You lost. Every matchup, every, every, because he wrecked. Mm-hmm. Right? So it, it's a great storyline, but you, this is where you gotta, you gotta kind of leave your emotion on the side for the bets. I like, a, I like a LaJoy winner bet just because. <laughs> You don't want to miss a great storyline. But I don't know if, if I'm all in on the, the rest of them. Well, you've got to play the odds, right? I mean, you, it certainly can happen. I mean, if it's going to happen, yeah. it's going to happen there. Or it should happen there. It could happen there. But, man, I don't know. That's how I'm looking at it. What else you got? You got any group bets you like or any other matchups you guys are really steaming at, looking at? Oh, there's a true X Reddick bet again. Ooh. Are we going to multiply the stakes? It's a toss-up. What's the what's the uh, head-to-head tool say? Doesn't matter. He's going to say Truex because he just he doesn't even type in his computer. He just says Truex dominance. It's actually Truex. Yeah, shocker. Yeah. So is this another bet? I'm in. Yeah. How many more lights can you buy? <laughs> <laughs> well, according to my 
Tab from the local in Nashville, north of 24. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you have it. Write it down. Reddick Truex, once again, the chops on Reddick. Professor's riding Truex. We're going to work on a whole half a cow before we're done here. We're going to be going to buy mass meat from the butcher. Let's look at some DraftKings matchups. Group A, no thank you very much. Those are all winning bets. Bush, Elliott, Logano, Blaney, skip them all for me. Chop, do you disagree? You're the gambler of the group. I would take any of those to win. I think you're going to have to be dang close to a win to win that group. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, the odds aren't high enough. Yeah, I agree. Scroll down, B. I still don't love Ooh, that. Oh, no. oh, oh. I think the the watermelon man might be the Ooh. play there. At the, at the highest odds at plus 300, Hamlin, Kozlowski, and Byron. Okay. I kind of like him there. It's uh, hard for me to say that, but I kind of like him there. I do like the DraftKings books. You're going to find other books that have multiple drivers in it. I'm not a big fan of a six-driver book for a group. I think that that's, I mean, holy smokes, you're like it. One-sixth of the field at that point. <laughs> That's a big group. Um, group C. Now, I like Group C over Group B. I think Sindrick, long odds in Group C. Over Larson, Bell, Busher, Sindrick. I like Sindrick at 330. Uh, group D. Man, I tell you what, it's got a sting to see your man Truex in Group D, Professor. You okay <laughs> with that? I mean, you okay? I actually like Stenhouse in this group over anybody. They might kick you out of the fan club for that. Yeah, but the Toyotas are have just not been good on on. They stink. You don't have to. You don't have to be polite. The Toyotas stink at the drafting tracks. I mean, they're amazing at the road courses, but they're not good at the drafting. Can you imagine tracks. saying that last year? The, the the Toyotas were amazing at road courses last year. They were they were so awful, awful. like awful. awful. Yeah. And now you're so now they're great. I, at all road I want course. though is I want the listener to be like, oh no, the cars are all the same, parts are all the same, bull crap. Because if they were all the same, Toyota would still stink. Something changed. Like that's yeah. my point. Right. My point when they say there's nothing you can do, you can't adjust them. That is a bunch of like BS. Because if that's the case, then Truex, who couldn't run, we know he can drive, couldn't run in the top twenty to road course. Now is fast again with the same car. How about DH? Right. Where's he in the road courses this year? He's winning polls. I'm telling you. Did we ever officially give out a lawn chair award? Oh, listen, turn six. I have yeah, it for I Noah. Say, I mean, <laughs> Noah Gregson has got to have the lawn chair award. I was the guy wrecked thing. on lap one, lap something, lap something, lap something. If every time he wrecked, I bought a Baconator, I'd own a Wendy's franchise. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that after the race, he spun out going into the pit road. <laughs> yeah, DH said yesterday, he said, yeah, he even spun out going after the race. So we say it in jest because I'm not saying it's easy, but for sure the lawn chair award is Noah in his bacon suit holding a baconator with the Wendy's car nosed in to the turn six tire barrier. <laughs> Congratulations, Noah, and maybe legacy. They should, maybe they should pull that turn six tire barrier out like they did for Chastain on the wall at Martinsville. There it is, the baconator. <laughs> Noah Gregson, he gets the lawn chair from Chicago. I wanted to give it to the weatherman because he said Sunday was going to be fine, and I had to kayak over to the booth so I can assure you it wasn't <laughs> fine. Scroll over. Let's find a great bet. I think it's a tip-in weekend. You're going to tiptoe in. Uh, manufacturer, Ford plus 160. Chevy seems to win, but Ford's qualified one through eight. Ford dominated qualifying. Ford won in the spring. Are we thinking it's a Ford weekend again? No. No. Speak then. Ford only has two wins this year. It's, it's definitely a Chevy weekend. So if Unless you believe that. Huh? Unless Blaney. What? 
Then it would be a Ford weekend. <laughs> wow. I just wouldn't take – I just wouldn't take – professor. Let me explain how gambling works. You have to pick one side and you place a wager <laughs> on it. And if you're wrong, then you lose your wager. You can't say, but I thought it could have been Blaney too. That's like me at the roulette table and I'd play all the blacks and all the reds. And then I would guarantee a winner every time. Just for drink for Unless free. it was green. Okay, so let's talk about qualifying. Logano, Blaney, Busher. Who was on the pole in the spring? It was Joey. Joey had the pole? Yep. I like Logano and Blaney, 700 and 750 for the pole. All right, That's scroll a over there. Give win. me something. Give me something. I got to find something. How about winning team? Ooh. 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 I don't hate Penske 5-1. to one. That gives you Blaney and Logano. And Cindric on a flyer. If you're five to one, all three of their odds are like ten to ones. I mean, I don't hate that. What's a Chastain to win? Look at Trackhouse at eleven. Chastain sixteen to one. Sixteen to one, and Trackhouse is eleven to one. Bubba twenty two to one. Look, look at um, RCR. Why would you not? That's a, that's just an awful bet then. Eleven to one. You would just put. I said Trackhouse. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Back and forth. Yeah, let me work on that again. So Chastain 16 and Suarez is where? Well, then why would you take yeah. them both at 11? Yeah, no. Before you put 100 on them at 11, you put 50 on Chastain and 50 on Suarez because I, I, mean, I don't think Chastain is that much more dominant. I mean, I guess he's pretty good, but you could make Suarez. Go ahead, Professor. The floor is yours. So before you take Kyle Busch at 10 to 1, I would take RCR at 12 to 1 because Austin Dillon can win at a plate track. For sure. No, I disagree because I would take before I put a hundred dollars at twelve to one. I would put, I would put a half a unit and a half a unit because if Austin Dillon wins at forty to one, well, no, I see what you're saying. 20, yeah. I was talking purely Kyle Busch. Correct. I agree with that. If you're monster on Kyle Busch, at what was he ten to one? Yes. So you're okay. So let's talk about this because I think the professor, even though it doesn't sound like he understands gambling most of the time, I think has really knocked one out right here. If you're only gonna bet Kyle Bush at ten to one, there's that's that's a bad bet. You're better off to take RCR at what eleven to one, twelve to one, because now you get longer odds than you get on Kyle Bush. Is that right? That, that can't, can't be, be right. Can't be right. Scroll back over to the team bets. Twelve to one, RCR. Now, we're, we're looking at different books. So you might be able to get Kyle Busch in longer in other books. Okay. All right. Once again, how about some crazy uh, – uh, they love even the car numbers, Professor. Yeah, I'm staying away from that. I got burned on that. <laughs> that sounded sensitive. Yeah, I was sensitive. All right, well, let's, it's that time of the day. You, let's get – Hold on, hold on. Let's let's look at the even car numbers. Like when you go through this, yeah, they're all they're all Fords. Well, seven out of ten. They're Fords, and then you get Kyle Busch as well. Yeah, it's even for a mile. Let's talk about who would upset your car numbers. Elliott would be an odd. Hamlin an odd. Larson and Chastain an odd. Busher, Truex, Bubba. What's the odds on that even bet? Now, the even bet's minus 140. Yeah, no. It's that time of the day again. Let's talk about our bets. Let's get right into it. I want to talk about this because Chop is monster five units down. I'm call it three units down. Russ is a little less than three units down, and Travis is one unit down. Last week, our bets were, Travis, we went over four last week. Real good work, guys. 
Um, all right, it starts with Chop because he's minus five. Are you going to go for the home run pick, or what are you doing? I'm, I'm, the, I'm the Chase Elliott of this group. I got to go swing for the fences every week. <laughs> What's your bet? I'm going to go with uh, Blaney to win. Blaney to win at twelve to one. Make a note. All right, next up is myself. Uh, oh, do I swing for the fences or do I not? I'm going for a get-even bet. I'm taking Chastain over Hamlin, Kozlowski, and Byron in Group B. That's a 3-1. to one. That'll squash the year. That'll get me right back into the black. If I was at the casino, I'm heading to the bar right here. <laughs> All right, Professor. Um, I'm going to go with um, – what did you just bet? Group B. You said Chastain? Yes. Dang it. Okay, I'm going to go um, Group D, Stenhouse. Producer Travis. This is Producer Travis who's leading, which is obnoxious. I'll take Truex Top 10 plus 160. Truex Top 10 plus 160. That's crazy. All right, let's talk about DraftKings. Five bets to watch. I think we're going to put Blaney to win at 12 to 1. That's Chop's probably favorite driver to win. He thinks it's a Blaney weekend, so we have a Blaney to win. Uh, DraftKings bet to watch. When I like group bets, I think it's Chastain and Group B is one of the DraftKings five bets to watch of Byron Kozlowski, Hamlet, Chastain. I like Chastain. We like scroll up again one more time to the matchups. Let's do. I uh, I think we need that's two of them. Let's do another group bet. Group C as well, which is Cindric over Busher, Bell, and Larson. Long odds on Cindric. That's three of them. Four is. Blaney over Hamlin. Chop says, swing it, and he loves it. And I'm take, I think Keselowski over Bush is the other one. Bush has got the hot numbers, one at Talladega, but if you look at Atlanta numbers, it's Keselowski over Bush. There's your five DraftKings, five bets to watch. All right, Professor, any lasting words? No, I think it's going to be exciting. How about Xfinity? Ooh. Austin Hill. That's what I'm saying. Austin Hill, 330. Holy smokes. There's your Ooh. Gibbs at eight. Gibbs at eight. Creed at 850. Haley. We knew. All four of Haley's wins have come on drafting tracks. How about, How about that? Parker. He seems to Ooh, be close. Parker's an interesting one because he got wrecked coming to the line in the spring. He was yep. in the conversation. If you're going to throw a flyer, I like Parker. You know, here's the problem. Hill should be like 6-1. to one. 330 is impossible at a drafting track. I'm sorry. Um, I'm not giving you 330 on a guy to win at a drafting track. Um, I like Parker at 18-1. to one. Gibbs at 8-1. to one. Haley at 10 to 1, probably a little something. I mean, I probably wouldn't bet it, but there's zero chance Chop's not betting it. So I would just tell you that we might as well give him something to do on a Saturday. How about Custer? Ford, he's been running better. Does the Ford momentum carry over in Xfinity? Not as much, right? It's been Hill. Yeah, it's been Hill. I mean, Hill's been the monster. All right. Well, listen. Have you checked the weather? Do I have to bring my galoshes? <laughs> I, I haven't. Oh, prime time. Under the lights. High banks. Job, you're going to have to take your nap. No kidding. I mean, there's no way you're going to make it to the checker flag of this thing. Yeah, but uh, there is some, no, some I... thunderstorms in the forecast, too. Oh, boy. There you go. See you on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. The Chicago Street Course was amazing. It was a blast. I'm going to be the first one to say I hope we do more street courses. I don't even need Chicago. I think some other great cities. I love Boston. Let's just hammer around the downtown Boston. How about New York City? We could fire up and down Central Park, Fifth Avenue. 
Canton, Ohio, Chop says would be a great street course if they can fill the potholes. Is that right, Chop? What do you think? Oh, yeah. It'd be four-wheel drive. Four-wheel drive if we're going to race in Canton, Ohio. Um, but but how about some other ones, though, like Indy about Cleveland. Runs? They used to run Cleveland. at uh, Burke Lakefront. There, oh, there we go. We could regenerate some action, some NASCAR action in Cleveland. Uh, you got Long Beach Grand Prix would be a fun one around the fountain. Um IndyCar, now Nashville Street Course I don't like. If we're gonna go, somebody brought that up on social. If we're going to go to Nashville, first of all, I think the Super Speedway is spectacular. I don't want to kill it. If we're going to add a race, though, I think you go to the fairgrounds. Um, I don't think you need the streets of Nashville. Uh, but there's a lot of great cities. So bravo to, to NASCAR and everybody who thought that would work. It, they, I don't know how many millions they spent, more than I'll ever see in my lifetime. I mean, it was, it was crazy to see how much work they went in. But that's behind us. Now it's south. Atlanta, the High Banks, Super Speedway, smallest one on the circuit, one and a half miles. Um, we're going to see, does Chopper and Professor even up their bets, or does the Professor owe Chopper an entire another meal? It's going to be interesting to see. Good luck in Atlanta. May all your bets pay off. Check out Dirty Mo Media on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram.